Welcome back to a special prelude episode of The Eternal Cycle, Season 2, Origins. We're sitting here with Elmaya as she waits to be born. Are you ready for this? Yes. Intro here. In the black darkness of the night, as you struggled, you don't necessarily remember how you came to be, only the screaming, the kicking, and the voices before you rolled out of your egg sack and crawled away, only to be found by a vampire patrol and taken to Black Rose's castle, where you reinitiated. As you walk the halls, you know what today is. Today has been on your mind for a while. It's the day you take over as Supreme for Ray. He needs to depart soon. If he hasn't already. Which means at some point today, you must meet the king himself. Something you have been pondering quite intensely over trying to figure out exactly what you would say to a, a king mm, talking with talking with Ray is easy he, he's, in, he's a young man and like most men they're pretty easy they're somewhat easy to manipulate but what do I say to the king of vampires well Oh, eh, whatever, I'll figure it out. I just have to, be pol- have to be polite, take a few bows, and say my P's and Q's. Uh, you get a knock at the door. Open the door. He and Yang are standing there, and you go, Ah, oh, unfortunately, you have missed him. I see that? No, they yeah, say they, that to they you. Say that to Mm. Randall has already left. They just went through the portal not two minutes ago. Mm. Hey, it's okay. We'll be your li- we'll be your liaisons for today, as well as uh, they they turn and you see a woman approach. My name is Nieta, and I am. Uh, of course, unlike, uh, you are the, what was her uh, title again? I, I, Lady Nieta, Lady of the Night. No, not Lady Nieta, Lady of the Night, but, uh, some, she... Oh, she's the Supreme of all Supremes. Okay, Supreme, the Supreme of all Supremes. Supreme of Supremes. I'll just say Grand Supreme. That works. Uh... I say, well, naturally, you're Lady Nieta, Lady, Lady of the Night, Supreme of all Supremes. Hmm. I don't particularly like to boast mine, but uh, <clears throat> you are catching my husband at an interesting time. Have you felt the... And she kind of looks at the walls to indicate how much they've changed over the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. Any differences? Um. Well... 
And this may seem weird since we literally live in a castle of black walls, but the castle has grown significantly darker. The castle's the castle's conglomeration that protects it is even. It feels a bit more stressed out than they are usually. Well, they're not used to containing power. Yes. Your lord, our lord has been spent the last couple of months learning to perfect his power. I would like you to personally oversee and make sure he doesn't push himself. Do you want me to oversee the king's... Training. Training. It was supposed to go to Ray, which is why he gave him 50 years. But, as you can feel, we don't have 50 years for him to be able to control his power. I'm happy to do with my. I'm happy to do with my. What my. Uh, what our lovely. Uh, what our lovely Lord Supreme ha uh, cannot. Unfortunately, it is not that I cannot. It's that I am unable. I was referring to Ray. Oh yeah, <laughs> his okay. Sorry. <laughs> Lord Supreme. Yeah. Which is uh, which, for con which for context for just the audience that is to indicate. Uh, Ray specifically being a male leader of a coven, and yeah. not, which is pretty much thought to be impossible until he showed up. Yeah. She smiles and goes, well, we will make sure that you have the correct books. You should take your audience, though. And naturally, I don't want to keep... I don't... I do not want to keep the king waiting. You all walk and kind of, like, bicker, not... kind of dancing around all the major subjects, you know, quick, short oh. answers... Nieta stops in front of the big, familiar doors. She goes, Now, I'm not saying watch your tone. I'm saying be honest. I, of course, I don't... I had every intention of being... Of being honest, true, and polite. Probably choose my words a bit more carefully than I do, Yin, Yang, and Ray. <laughs> the, the twins kind of... <laughs> because they're aware of your true nature. Yep. <clears throat> You're pretty sure Nieta is being polite about your true nature. Yep. But uh, so. as far as anyone is concerned, mm -hmm. no one's given you any grief about what yeah. you are. So at this point, I'm going to, since we should have done this a bit earlier, I'm going to describe oh, my yes. character uh, a little I'll bit. I'll cut her. this and put it back in. Put oh. it at the front. Okay. But I'm going to describe my character. Not really her plot or anything, as uh, we have as plenty of time to get into that later. But uh, more importantly, I'm going to describe her appearance. Yeah, because this kind of needs to be explained. Yeah. Um, so, so before we begin the main story here... I'm going to have Skyflash explain 100% his character. Okay. So Ilmaya, as of right now, is not, uh, is, as her strange-ass name would suggest, Ilmaya is not a humanoid, is not a traditional race of any, of any race we've seen so far, but one that has only been mentioned. Ilmaya is a primal. Not a husk, which is what they, which you guys encountered in the elf village that was a beta husk very different than a primal being 
uh, husks known to the primal people as the Halmignala are also known as the Dark Eaters, but as but they go by their more modern name of husks. Prime. Um, husks are basically primals that have been corrupted by darkness and turned into the into uh, into near featureless beings who only care about eating chaos and destruction. Or serving their alpha. Or serving the alpha and their wills. <clears throat> alpha is essentially just the highest rank at the... Uh, is, the hive mi- is the hive mind. Yeah. It's essentially the highest rank in the hive mind you can achieve. Now, I, we want to emphasize that the, um, that the husk hive mind, after there is, a, there is a hierarchy, after a certain point you do gain your own sentience. Yes. Um, However, you cannot fight the will of an alpha if you have one. The thing about husks is, since they're corrupted by darkness so much, they essentially have no minds of their own and essentially take and have little to no sapience whatsoever. They take whatever they can get from the from the higher ranks in the husk hives. As the more powerful and the higher in the hive you go as a husk, the the more conscious and more you. And the more you brains you consume, that is kind yes. of a key thing. And the, more, the more people you consume as well. You Genetics have. they gain their sentience through genetic absorption, through matter absorption, through bone absorption, yeah. through every. They do not waste. It's husks are not to be fucked with. Anyway, they, they are not. They are just they are crazy as all hell, and. So yeah, uh, we're not necessarily going to go into the whole uh, hive or hierarchy right now, but I'm just going to say the only things you should know about the hierarchy is that the most basic one is just called a husk. You have the husk that is in charge of everything, which is the alpha, essentially center of the hive mind for that specific hive, and then you have the betas, which are the right hand men to the alphas. Mm-hmm. A pro- Omaya being a is what's called a husk-born primal, meaning she was a husks repopulate primarily through corrupting other species rather than through sexual reproduction. So Omaya, so Omaya is essentially a failed husk, which means that so, a husk alpha took a took somebody, shoved them in an egg sac, corrupted them with darkness for like, and for. A long, long time. time. Like, we're talking thousands of thousands of thousands of years. Of years. And the special thing about Omai, and since, uh, and, but the corruption took place, but didn't necessarily take hold in this person's heart. And so, Con- instead of becoming a husk, they become the more purified form of a primal. Mm-hmm. The special thing, normally primals, their souls are extremely malleable, which allows them to change their appearance almost at will, and it gives them a plenty of plethora of other strange abilities. But their souls are also easily corruptible, meaning that if they are around too much dark magic or too much white magic, they can be corrupted by either force and essentially turn into monsters. Mm-hmm. Since Almaya is what's called a husk-born primal, she doesn't have that weakness. She cannot be corrupted into a husk or a uh, white stalker. And Thankfully. Yeah. White stalkers are, by the way, the, the light-corrupted versions of husks. They are basically the same thing, but much more passive and gentle. They are called they are also called simvloge in the primal tone. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. 
Primal is, uh, Elmaya is a, uh, six foot seven feet, uh, Primal. Mm-hmm. Very tall, wet at 209 pounds, very slim, very fit. Uh, she has, she normally has yellow eyes with black, uh, sclera, which has been white around your eyes. She has a dark green hair color, and... Uh, she appears very. She appears and acts very much as a female, but the technicality about primals is that they are hermaphrodites. They can both pitch and catch. They are not. They are neither male nor female. So Omaya fits the coven's restrictions, basically by a, uh, basically by a technicality. She nor- she normally wears white, lavender, and gold robes when in her coven out when in her coven outfit, and she and like most other primals, she has pl- she has some small amounts of plant life and bark growing on her body, and as well as wooden horns that stick straight forward like a ram's. But Il- but Elmaya also commonly wears a mask to hide most of these uh, more primal-like features. So the bark and the horns and the plants are not necessarily uh, visible when she has the mask on because it is ruined that way. So, yep. now that that has been explained, she's just a really tall chick. Yeah, she's just a really tall chick with one arm. With one arm. With one arm. I totally forgot that she was, uh, she's one-armed. Yeah. But however, she compensates because um, unlike most players, you can actually attack three times in a turn. Yeah, I can basically do carwheel all over their ass. Well, yeah, it's just the way your feet has compensated for the lack yeah. of the other arm. <laughs> using lit, using my feet as hands. Yeah. That the sense I don't have my other hand. Yes. <clears throat> or arm, for that matter. You fucking tripod-looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. As you, <laughs> sorry, as you the doors open. The stench of nothingness, which you thought you had forgotten, just floods your senses. Mm, that's... I never wanted to hear it and smell that again. Oh, God, this is not going to be fun. And then I walk in. And the door is slowly... And you're surrounded in literal voidlessness before the lights on the... Lamps. <laughs> However, last time you were here, it was the embodiment of death. Now it's the embodiment of a fucking evil layer. Beautiful marble returned, but it's smooth marble, not the, the mixed marble that gave that calm feeling. This is authoritarian style architecture. Everything's cut and clean, almost perfect to a T, almost uncomfortably perfect. In the middle stands a beautiful marble throne. Mm -hmm. On either side, so it's, he, it stands on like this, um, stairway up, right? There's a stairway up to a platform. Yeah, where the crown actually is, and behind him is that somehow... From the last time you were here, that beautiful glass stained glass behind mm-hmm. has moved up and now sits squarely engulfing. So the chair is the bottom engulfed in the bottom half of the stained glass. Mm-hmm. 
The chair is on purposefully facing out the window as opposed to actually facing whoever is behind him. Yep. Um, now, this goes up seven flights of stairs. Okay? That's seven steps about six inches high apiece. So he's almost three, four feet off the ground as it is. Yep. So... Like I said, before it was more modest, you know, it was more condensed, but this is grandiose and imperialistic and tight corners, and you know who's in charge. <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely wants to tell everyone he's above them. He definitely does, <laughs> at least in his attitude right yes, now. Yes, at least with his attitude. So. You definitely know for a fact that he's not on his throne however mm-hmm. as you you don't know where in the voidnessness that's kind of blocking out what you assume are the in the bookshelves you heard about yeah. I'm going to let you take over you you know he's not in the chair but he's not in the chair I can feel that much but I don't know where he is you absolutely have no idea where he is all right well then, I know by now, uh, without meta knowledge, that he is a typically a celestial. He is no, he absolutely is. You can feel the celestial power coming off of him. He is a deity. Okay. Yep. Your uh, your special sense. I know which one you're talking about. Does alert you to the presence of deity. Mm-hmm. Of deity magic. Mm-hmm. Which heightens you even further. Yeah. Pr- uh, primals and deities. Primals and the deities don't mix very well. No, they do not. So. I will. Well, I guess I can't see very much from my the view down here, so I'm going to go up there. So, see. so you're going to walk? I'm going to walk up to the throne. As you walk. You can feel him solidify as soon as you pass the last set of columns right mm-hmm. before the step. His arms are crossed as he's up against one of the pillars, and he goes, ah, I love your species. So confident. This is a sinister voice. Not. The power you're reading is deity, the voice you're hearing is demonic. You're referring to my. You're referring to my body or my mind. Both. Well, then I guess there is no use wearing this, and then I'm going to drop a mask on, and basically take off the mask and let Ilma's true, uh, young Clyde Villock, her true face, uh, show mm-hmm. up. I prefer it this way. Now, I have a couple of questions. First, are you working for Indec? I. <laughs> Just straight from boom! Whoa, whoa! Name dropping that motherfucker! Oh. Uh, name dropping, basically the closest thing Primal's got to a god right now. Yeah, and so he's kind of like, "Are you working for Indec?" That's a pretty yeah. straight from the hip question. Sorry. I'm aware of the existence of the Unseen Apostles, but I'm not in their group. Okay, if you are in contact with them, just let me know. Mm, sure. I like to know when they're in my midst. I don't care about their business, as long as it does not conflict with my business. 
Of course, if I, uh, if I ever hear anything, I'll bring it to you. Not as, not like I hear anything about them much in the first place. In my court, they will hear about you long before you hear about them. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Ominous. <laughs> 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 For the audience, Skyflash is squirming so hard right now. Because uh, I have a hard, you know why I have a hard time fucking uh, concentrating right now. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm legitimately going to say that I'm gonna go. Hmm, that's ominous. Unfortunately, you will find that the darkest pits of hell open up here. Willing, and he breathes in kind of a deep sigh as if like a regret or unwilling before letting out that breath. Yeah, I get you. Oh, uh, well. What does a primal need to fear from a few demons? <laughs> Nothing. I have questions, not necessarily about your species, more about your day-to-day, -day, if you'll indulge me. And then you notice to the right, another long hallway goes off, tables and books, and he goes, I need some fact-checking, if you don't mind, and we need to talk about how we're going to set this up. Plus, I want to get a read of you. Very well, let's get to know each other then. And that is where we will end. Yeah. Prelude concluded.